Hello and welcome to Geek Sweat. Uh, this is a recording brought to you live and direct from Ithaca House in the heart of East London. You're listening to another Instigate production, which has been supported by my collaborators, Malachi Howe. Hello. Akosh Bolf. Hi, guys. And Dominic Stinton. Hey there. You're listening to Trevor Jones, and we are being controlled by MKH Incorporated. So, today is Geek Sweat trailer talk and reviews. I so- like this day. <laughs> <laughs> are going to be talking about what's hot and what's not on the internet at the moment there are trailers out in a plenty we know lots of trailers come out each week but we're going to tell you what we think is worth going to the cinema to watch and what's worth staying home for and uh, today we have got four different things to talk about uh it looks like we've got three films and one tv series but i'm going to try and jump in first with a new film that's come out and it's actually called Tag. Believe it or not, there is a film out now which is actually based on the play school game of playing what in England we used to call had. And the film Tag features none other than the one of the lead actors in the film The Avengers. We've got Jeremy Renner uh, playing in this film. And Tag seems to be based on uh, four or five school friends who've been friends for over 30 years and they are now finding out that one of their friends is getting married and they've got this tradition where they seem to be playing a game of tag with each other like for one month every year that they've grown up and now one of their friends through getting married is no longer going to be able to play this game. So here is a listen to the trailer. Susan, you take Jerry to be your husband. What's the difference between Episcopalian and Lutheran? Episcopalians don't eat fish. That's pescatarian. That's not a religion. They're all fanatics. I don't know. You you may kiss the bride. (laughs) I love you. what's going on here our group of friends has been playing the same game of tag for 30 years what for the entire month of may every year we play tag you never know when someone's gonna pop up congratulations buddy you're in so that was a trailer i'm not sure if the film needs much more explanation than that but um i think this is a really interesting con it's an interesting concept anyway even if it wasn't based on a true story but i think i really want to watch this because it it would be very funny, the, the idea of just seeing famous celebrities playing tag in a public space <laughs> anyway. But um, I think it's a really good idea, and I want to see it. I'm not feeling it, and I don't know if my problem with it really? is Jeremy Renner. Okay. I find Jeremy Renner a bit of a dead loss in most situations. He's like the most expendable one of the Avengers, I'm and sorry to say, but he is. Nobody really cares whether he's there or not. And he's also been in the most expendable Born Legacy or Born Su- the, the Born Supreme yeah, Legacy let's just episodes. Yeah, that never happened. <laughs> yeah. 
and, and he's in those BT ads, which are really crap. And I suppose he's not really the most essential character in the Mission Impossible squad either. So, I, I don't know. It is kind of funny. I think I get the feeling that Jeremy Renner has been included for his sense of athleticism. Uh, because the comedies obviously come from characters like Ed Helms, who is part of the the infamous Hangover series trilogy, and you've got Hannibal Buress, who's one of the uh, most prominent stand-up comedy comics in America in the last four or five years, and we've got um, female support by um, Isla Fisher, who's not just an actress, but she's done a lot of comedy uh, films before. So it does seem like it's a mixture of we've got our comedians on this side, we've got a couple of serious actors here because we've got a John Hamm in there from Mad Men, and if you're going to play tag, you need people who are physically fit. So um, what do you guys think? Tag the movie. I <laughs> seems a bit juvenile. It seems a bit juvenile. Yeah. Do you think it's a waste of Hollywood film money? Because this looks like a film, just based on the cast, where the budget could have been at least 20 million, I think. It was better off throwing your money to do it independently and just get lesser known actors. Yeah. Why, why, why pay big budget to do such a trivial concept? Maybe it's just me. I don't know. So that... that do you think that's the standoff point? It's not that it can be a heartwarming series about friendship, not that it's going to be like an action comedy. It's literally they've just gone overboard. Yeah, with the concept. Budget, yeah, with yeah, the, with concept. the concept that I don't think anyone was screaming out for. Yeah. No, no one, no one I know. Yeah. Was said, oh, I need a film like this. What they're suggesting is just like hide and seek or something like that. Yeah. Well, Would that what be is better? That could be the sequel to this, actually. I didn't see. Oh, don't. Or grandmother steps. No, obviously, you want me to walk out of this <laughs> podcast right now <laughs> with those suggestions. <laughs> but the, the, the thing is, I I think this will be interesting. I I like the trailer. I think the the trailer that's online at the moment, which starts with uh, Jeremy Renner running down the corner, pretending to be all pally pally with John Hamm and the rest of the gang playing tag, that wasn't necessary. I think if they just jumped into the trailer for real of the film, it would have been... In- I think it would have been interesting if it just started off with that kind of slow... Mo- like, just Ed Helms, just slow motion, running down the wedding aisle as if he was going to interrupt the, the marriage vows and then Jeremy Renner just jumping out of the way. And if that was the opening shot of the trailer, I think people would buy into it. But I think... Is this a comedy film? It, it is a comedy. It what says, the hell is Jeremy Renner doing there, then? Um... That was my point. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, he's not. I think Jeremy Renner is there for the athleticism. If you're going to play tag, there's going to be some action sequences of stupid jumping out the windows because his character is called Jerry, and you know, yeah, he which didn't take much fault. But his character is the one who's getting married. So it says um, the premise is a group of classmates meet up and organize a game of tag that finds them traveling across the country. But the Jeremy Renner character in this film called Jeremy, apparently somehow amongst the group he's the only one that's never been tagged so they're trying to tag him before he says i'm no longer going to play this game because i'm going to settle down and get married it's also isn't it like very belated settling down i mean he's got to be 45 um i suppose so but um he could have been the divorcee twice over we don't know could be with three cats Exactly. That's a um, callback to, call previous... to our Mark Maron's episode. But um, and uh, um, it would probably be funny actually if Mark Maron was in this actually episode playing playing tag. But the um, I know I think there's going to be a lot, a lot of comedy um, asides to it. But um, 
I hope it doesn't go in the direction of that. Um, there was this other comedy called Let's Be Cops, where I think two friends uh, put on cop uniforms and then later on they end up being real cops investigating the murder. So hopefully it doesn't go in that direction. But I think it could be funny. I think that went all kinds of wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, this film is based on a true story. Yeah, that is indeed true. Um, really? Oh my god! <laughs> but um, okay, Americans. I I I, I, I I personally think um, this is this definitely feels like a guys movie rather than a girlfriend and guy movie. You're being sexist. Um, so you're trying to say the cinema is nah, going to be packed only with men? Do you know what? I think this is Jeremy Renner fans. This, this yeah. does feel like a bro movie because even though they've got a mixed cast, there is five male friends who are the classmates. So it's predominantly it feels like it's predominantly going to be them on screen. Just playing tag and finding ways to play tag so with each other. Any female that's bought tickets to the release should rip up their tickets now. It's not for unless know. they like Isla Fisher. Unle- yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's not just about liking Isla Fisher. Or they could be fans of Jeremy Renner. Isn't but- she? Is she Sasha Baron Cohen's wife? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but she's more than that. She's more than that, Malachi. She's an actress. Yeah, I would have said female actor because actress actress can be yeah offensive as well. She's a female actor. Yeah, no, but um. No, I just needed to, because I don't know what her face looks like. <laughs> she's got red hair. Oh yeah, no, that's that's the only reason I said that. And she was in Home she... and Away, wasn't she? I think. If is she Australian? Oh yeah, she is Australian. Yeah. Oh yes. Um, you got a shot. Of her oh yeah, she was from. Um... Do you have a thing? Which was in the thing. Yeah, no, no, no. Wedding crashes. I like. Wedding crashes. Yeah, I liked yeah. him with it. I mean, she's born uh, in the Oman. Top, the top thing she's been in um, up to date. <laughs> she's from Oman. So she's she's born Middle Oman, Eastern. But she's born. Australian. She's yeah. Middle Eastern. Yeah. They're Australian mean? parents. She's Australian parents. Yeah. They probably I, I, just nah, travelled. She was born. She was born in Oman. Yeah. I don't care. But um, <laughs> she's been in just just to to back check you. The last fifteen no, years. No, she grew up in Scotland. Thank you. Um, last fifteen years, if you want to know more about the Australian actress who's born in Oman to Scottish parents. There you go. Um. She has been in Scooby-Doo 2002, I Heart Huckabees in 2004, The Wedding Crashes, which you famously mentioned in 2005, um, Rango as a voice in 2011, Rise of the Guardians in 2012, and the TV series Arrested Development 2013. Now you see me. Is that on there as Um, well? She's also in Now You See Me, but I, I don't think... That's one of her most notable performances. What? But... Are you being serious? Oh, I mean, I know, now you see me, it was more about um, the skinny guy who played Lex Luthor. Um, no, it was all four for... of them. It was all four. There were no, four, there was there five. Four, yeah, there was but there was four horsemen. Like, yeah, yeah. there were four horsemen. There's Woody. Yeah, but in terms of like who were the big stars in that, that film. She, she was no, they had villain. like parity. I mean, yeah, she they had, that yeah, they all had you top were, villain. I don't yeah. know, man. But did it, in terms of like screen time, I don't think she had as much time as... Um, Mark Ruffalo, Morgan Freeman, Michael Caine, and the guy whose name I can't remember, who's the lead actor. The the the, uh, the Facebook guy. Yeah, um, Facebook guy. Zuckerberg. No, well, Zuckerberg. he played Zuckerberg. Yeah, he played Zuckerberg. It would probably be more interesting if Zuckerberg was in actually Captain Ah, the um, that would have yeah, been very yeah, referential, yeah, yeah, yeah. saying like, I've got your marketing information Isn't details, and I'm going to throw them out into the middle of that, the audience. Yeah, it makes sense now why yeah. they made him play Lex Luthor because that's what... Yeah. Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Jesse Eisenberg, yeah. Um, but yeah, why I did Fisher, get there again? Because, oh, yeah. because you were saying this was a film... You, you were thinking I was saying this was a film only for guys, but I think it's more guy... It feels more guy or laddish orientated. It feels like a bros film because it's mainly based on the four classmates. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I think we've spent too much time on this trailer. Okay. Well, I think, I, 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 think we, I think we should watch it. Um, 
Um, so I say go to the cinema and watch it. Um, what do you guys think? I'll be giving it a miss, to be honest with you. Uh, so at the cinema, on the internet, or giving it a miss? I, I don't care, actually. Giving it a miss. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I, I, think, I think you should uh, download it illegally. Okay. <laughs> just, just put the boot in. <laughs> so I think we've got two misses, one off the internet and one at the cinema. So it looks like this is a film that you should probably give a miss. Um, and Sorry, especially Trevor. if you miss yeah, Tra- right. you seem quite invested. You look so co- invested. I tried to take it away. Are you like an associate producer on it or something? No, no, no. <laughs> I, mean, I, was, I was trying to sell this to you, upset it to you, but you guys have thrown it down. So I guess it's me and my teddy bear watching this in a dark place in a cinema alone. I'm really sorry, Jeff Tomsick. It sounds like it's like your first or second film that you've done, but I just can't sell it to the audience. So yeah, tag, give it a miss. It's not worth watching. Okay, so we're going to do the next review. Yeah. Uh, what we're going to be talking about now, we've got uh, Johnny English on the table. Okay, so yeah, Johnny English, um, I can't remember what the film's called this time. Is it's it? actually called Johnny English Strikes Again. Strikes Again. So we see from the trailer, the yeah. tra- trailer, yeah. um, Johnny English has been pulled out of retirement because yeah. as spy firms do, um, they... Um, Actually, uh, does he get retired in the second one? Because I thought he was just—he's—he's he's getting like levels and levels of promotion. I—I—I I, I, I was under the impression from the trailer that he looked like he was in retirement or semi-retirement because he was teaching a bunch of children how to drink martini. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Your, or your, or he's not—he's no longer a, f- a field agent. So okay. let's um, put in the trailer now. You're looking particularly beautiful tonight. You're looking particularly beautiful tonight. Ching. We have a problem. Good. The identities of our serving agents have been exposed. The country is in a state of complete chaos. And the universe sends me you. Sir! Yes, all right, Buff. We're going on a mission, not a honeymoon. Yes, of course. Ah, um... Destination? South of France, sir. Arm the missile. They're just cyclists, sir. They're French cyclists, Bob. And they're obstructing Her Majesty's Secret Service. (laughs) So we've got this thing where we've gone back to London. uh, We've gone to meet the world's greatest spy, but he's not doing his spy work. So do you think it's an element that he's been kind of retired rather than he's actually just there's nothing bad going on and it's a quiet day at the office so i think going off the trailer that he's been pulled back in yeah because as spy firms do they release the names and identities of all their agents mm. it sounds like something out of um mission impossible ghost oh, protocol with a knock list and yeah, stuff like yeah. That, yeah so um and <laughs> they thought in the in a time where all of our agents identities have been revealed mm. we will drag back in the most inept agent on the roster yeah and I, i'm gonna i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that a lot of the other agents that could have done the job better yeah. have been killed because of their identity oh, that, so I'm just that's the suspension of disbelief yeah yeah, 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 yeah. that's that's what i'm, I'm guessing but um it's, 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 it's uh, Ronan Atkinson what is there not to like about his physical comedy I mm. I would um, and Ben Miller from the uh, Miller and Armstrong series as yes. well yeah. and what's interesting he was in the last film his sidekick was the guy who starred in Get Out 
and obviously his stock has risen so much they couldn't drag him back for this. Um, there was a, who, who was in Get Out from um, the Johnny star, Bush? the star, David, uh... yeah. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, he was. He was in. I I, I want to say what his name is, but Daniel uh, Kaluuya. Daniel yeah. Kaluuya, thank yeah. you very much. So he was, wow. yeah, he was the, the Miller guy yeah, from yeah. Oh. from the because the Ben Miller character was in the first one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So where does where does Ben Miller go in the second one? Well, that's why they were able to drag him back for the third one because his stock is not high enough anymore. Oh wow! So yeah, he did get out, and obviously he was in. We're talking about Daniel now. He's in Get yeah. Out, and then he went on to do uh, Black Panther. Yeah. So that they, there was no amount of money they could pay him to be available. Uh, yeah, yeah, available to go back as someone's lackey. Yeah, yeah. because um, he's like a lead actor now. So yeah, it'd be it, difficult, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I. I, I f- yeah, that's what I've got in the film. The, the thing, the thing <laughs> is, the I, I think that's the, the thing that I find amazing is I'm gonna take a punt here. This is the character based on the Barclays adverts that were yeah, in the ni- late yeah, 90s, yeah, yeah, yeah. where um, Rowan Atkinson and Ben Miller were like just going in different parts around the world, yeah. trying to use their Barclay card because um, Rowan Atkinson wanted to kind of go native and do his own thing in the local country he was visiting. Yes, and. Uh, and uh, Ben Miller was always there to kind of save the day, even though he's an assistant with the Barclay card. And I'm just thinking, a Barclay card still making money off his character? Like, who owns Johnny English? Probably Rowan Atkinson. Yeah, I'm going to say yeah, Rowan Atkinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow! I mean, the thing is, I, I think it's just marvelous that um, this franchise has just spun off of his TV advert, and it's still going and it's still kind of relevant. But um, I think Rowan Atkinson's a genius um, actor because I, I really loved him from um, Not the Nine O'clock News and uh, Blackadder. So it's interesting that he's reprising this role. Yeah, and the stuff he does is so different. Like Blackadder is so verbal, and mm. then he's Mr. Bean, which is completely physical. Yeah. And the so thing is, Johnny English. So do you think um, Johnny English is like the child spawn, the rotten child spawn of uh, Blackadder and Mr. Bean? In a way, I mean, he's called Johnny English, and I always thought like the archetypal Englishman was like a cross between Mr. Bean and Hugh Grant. Okay, I mean, which uh, would be Johnny English? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, do you feel that um, Rowan Atkinson's bringing anything new to the table in uh, this new trailer, Johnny English Strikes Again? I don't know. He looks a bit more sophisticated than in the previous ones. Like he's more settled and relaxed in the role. Yeah, because in the very first one, he was a really broad comedy character. I mean, quite close to Mr. Bean. Yeah. And now he seems closer to the suave James Bond-style spy. Obviously failing to be that guy, but he seems closer to it than he was initially. Because I think the first one that I've seen of John English, it seems to be like very slapstick. And the one that he's doing now, is he's kind of... He, the nuance is that he's he is competent, but he's in his own world of he's a spy in his own world of delusion about his ability to get the job done, isn't it? He's yeah, not he's not just like seems making mistakes. Less broad than it was initially. Yeah. Okay, Akosh, you seem like you're new to the you seem like you're very new to the Johnny English franchise. What what did you think of the trailer? Uh, I don't know. I, I like the uh, first one, but I'm not, I'm not really like the second one. Yeah. Uh, we will see. I'm, I hope it's going to be better than the second one. Okay. Is it worth cinema money, though, for you to go and watch? Uh, I don't think so. You don't think so? <laughs> I mean, what is it the style of comedy, the casting? 
No, I, I actually, I, I don't know. I just I, I love uh, the first, uh, and I think the second one I saw in the cinema. Mm. But yeah, it's mostly done. Okay, so um, going around the table, uh, unless should we grill Manakai a bit more about his Johnny English knowledge? <laughs> uh, I, I'm not gonna lie, guys. I, I, I only, I only discussed the trailer because I was told to. <laughs> I'm, I'm not the most avid uh, Johnny English fan. Yeah. I wouldn't suggest going seeing it in the cinema. Just wait you, for it. You wouldn't suggest going nah, to see it in the cinema. Just, just wait for it to come out on Channel Four. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be fine and dandy. I'm not, say, I'm not saying you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna assume you're not missing anything much by going to this by not going to the cinema to watch it's it. It's probably not like a visual trip. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, I, I think Rowan Atkinson is funny, and I think it's it's quite likely it's been professionally produced, very well directed. But I think it might be a little bit too polished to say I'm going to see something new uh, that I'm that's going to make. I don't think I've ever really laughed out loud watching any of Rowan Atkinson's films. I, when I've seen Rowan Atkinson in TV, I think he's been funnier than he's been in film. That's my personal opinion. And so for me, I can wait for Johnny English to come out okay. on TV. Um, yep, same. Although I should add, I do have a Cine Wild card, so it would cost me nothing to see it. <laughs> Are you still not going to see it? That is. But would you? Well, no, no, that's no, a kick in the teeth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Should I find myself in Cine World Wandsworth and yeah. I'm stuck? Yeah. Jesus. You know, it might happen. No, I'm not being harsh. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. That's uh, not a slating. That's funny though. But would you would you wait That's for funny. you'd wait for Johnny English rather than watch it in the cinema? I'm probably not going to go out of my way to see it. I, so you're going to give it a miss? Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I'll see it. I'll definitely watch okay, it okay. at some point. Wow. Yeah, like I'm not going to avoid it. You'd, you'd have to be walking past the cinema and have a spare, like, two hours that yeah. you... <laughs> you're <laughs> making it sound to, like they'd yeah. have a fire alarm would have to go off to make you go run into the cinema yeah, rather than run exactly. out of the cinema I don't think, You're it. not going out of your way. You're not going to yeah. You're not going to be sitting at home Watching Netflix for yeah, I got to put on trousers to go and watch Johnny <laughs> English at the. That is always the a dilemma. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's 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 great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, it looks like we've got three wait till it comes out yeah. on the internet and yeah. one give it a miss. So it looks like for Johnny English, we're saying uh, don't waste your cinema money just yet, but keep an eye out for it when it gets its TV or said, give it a miss. Yeah, he's a give it a miss. Damn, you're harsh, man. Yeah. He hates British so, comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, killer. Sorry, and Marvel. Yeah. I not, not hate Marvel or something, yeah. but it's... Yeah. He particularly yeah, hates yeah, British comedians in Marvel no, episodes, so Martin Freeman is a no-no. It's too much for me. It's, I, I want to see the more better movies, and I think this just coming from the... Yeah. It's nothing, nothing special now. It's just too much. It's just I mean, usually when there's a franchise... The second one is like where they tap out in terms of quality, and then the rest of it is just hashing it out because it's a cash cow people got to pay mortgages. It? I mean, I think um, another British franchise, uh, which is, I, I mean, I don't want to shit on it, but Resident Evil is not what it's supposed to be right now. And I think I don't think you can distinguish between. I think there's been seven of them that come out. And it's I don't disgusting. Think you, and I don't I, think you can distinguish eight, between yeah. the last five. And the worst thing is, it's the husband. Who's directing it? It's putting his wife, wife in it. Yeah, yeah. Like, but the thing is, the, that's a career. What, do you feel like that's uh, occup- abuse? Yeah, but it's occupational hazard that the, the director and the wife kind of met each other on a film franchise and married each other. But obviously, it's, it does smack of nepotism. 
That is the worst case of nepotism I've ever seen in my life because why is she still the star of these films? I remember playing the games. Mm. It's it's um it's 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 my guy. What's his Does name? The character get killed off quite soon. Yeah, oh, wow. she's not even a star of it. Like, wow. so, yeah, that's why I'm most disappointed about those yeah. Resident Evils, and it's become a. Um, it does make money though. There's a way that they're producing it where so does, so does they've it. they've locked down the CGI, they've locked down the the locations, like and they can make a profit. Transformers still makes money, but it doesn't mean it's not trash. Yeah, but that's how that's how you make more films in show business. You have got to make profits off the last one. Do you know? Um, uh, not to get sidetracked, but you know Michael Bay's got the next seven. Transformers planned out. Oh, I don't feel well. Next yeah. <laughs> can that someone, makes me can, feel queasy. Can someone kneecap this guy before he starts? Do you know what? It, I think I you think know, I don't often advocate violence, but in this case, <laughs> yeah, yeah. someone Let's take a crowbar. Do do, take a crowbar to his knees, please. Don't I mean, let him on the, set. I, I I think maybe there should be a law in set, but just to save people's interest in film, that most franchises you shouldn't allow go past. I don't know seven episodes. Like if you're gonna use that ensemble cast and you're just gonna do this pr- timeline progression, you've got to say, look, seven is enough. I mean, like Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Um, I like the first five as horror oh movies. Oh my goodness, you're being generous. The first, the first three were the best ones, but I, I could handle watching four and five. Um, but it's like with the Fast and Furious franchise yeah. now. Fast like, and Furious, you lost me after the second one. Really? Yeah, I I I know it's like the whole five, Vin th- Diesel family thing, and it's the emotional thing of um, uh, what's the, the is it Paul Walker? Paul Walker yeah. I know he died uh, halfway through making one, and the brother came in, and it was very emotional for the the, the fans to say goodbye to Paul Walker. But for me, um, I only go back to watch. I only went back to watch one of the Fast and Furious because I think The Rock was having a fight with. Number um, five is the best. The one when they're yeah. in Rio, when The Rock... Yeah. That's the, the Rock first, with yeah. Um, Vin Diesel. Yeah, that was the first yeah. uh, one of this very long and never undying franchise that The Rock comes in. Because Are you a fan of, of uh, Fast and Furious? Um, I, I don't go and watch them in the cinema anymore. Okay, but, but I've got I to say like two words. Five. Tokyo Drift. That's not, that's not a Fast and Furious film. It is, it is, it is, it's, it's one of those. It's, no, it's not, it's called Tokyo Drift. I'm not, no, it, no, no, no. The Fast and the Furious, colon, No, it's Tokyo Drift, it's not Fast and No, it's Tokyo Drift, it's not Fast and Furious, I'm sorry. It's not canon, it's not canon. So how many Fast and Furious are there? There's seven or eight now? There's eight now. So this is what I'm saying. I just think that certain franchises, there should be a limit on three, then they probably have to do a public petition to whether they can do more. But I don't think you should do more than seven of anything in a series. And I think um, I think Rocky's Rocky's at seven now, isn't it? With, with well, there Creed. were six Rockies and then there's Creed, Creed. which is no, yeah. Rocky five seven. Rockies and uh, yeah, Rocky Balboa. Yeah, Rocky Balboa. Yeah, there's five yeah. Rockies, Creed. Balboa, and Creed. So, so Sylvester Stallone needs to put the man. Yeah, but I think Sylvester that that should be put down on the table and said, look. Stop now, no, but he, he the thing I think difference with uh these Rocky spin off thing is that it's it he's bringing in new characters, yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't want to see Vin Diesel drive anymore, yeah. Just put his son in the car or something. Let's fast forward it 20 years. Get you, do, you mean son. you don't want to see Vin Diesel say it's all about family, yeah, yeah, that's just <laughs> crazy. Yeah. That is that is madness. Him saying that everything like with his and that's why he plays Groot so well in yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy because he doesn't actually mumble words anyway yeah yeah good. I think, I think the problem with the Fast and Furious is the, the car is such kind of a boxy 
static kind of squarish inanimate object that there's only so many types of stunts that you can do and i think if you've ever watched um burt reynolds films like um smoky and the bandit <laughs> and the early um uh, I, I can see dom's like putting his head in, in his hands now, I you, you i'm gonna mention it. the james bond um film where he goes to America and they have some like weird car chases. But if you watch any Living of the eighties, Living Let Die, that's it. If you watch any of the eighties uh, uh, car chase action movies, you've kind of seen almost every stunt a car can do and every flip and roll it can do. And yeah. now we're going that's into this suspension of disbelief because I think there was a Fast and the Furious where I think the car ended up becoming the front spoke wheel of a plane or something like that to slow it down and stuff like that. And I think that's that franchise is done for me. Um, so you said that nothing should be more than seven yeah. films. What do you say about James Bond? Should it have stopped in the fifties? Ah, that's a good question. Um, I think the only way James Bond should survive as a 007 is if they made the 007 a physically different character. But the thing is, they don't have. I mean, I'm sure there's different agents in the MI6 that does 007's job. So maybe they should do what Marvel franchise does with the James Bond series and make it more about characters that exist in the James Bond world. You could have a film about Q. Yeah, you could have a film about Blofeld, like literally, and that could reinvigorate a franchise of like, let's follow Blofeld for a couple of seasons. Star Wars, quickly. Star Wars, should that have been... (laughs) Oh, yeah, Star Wars... Okay, it started with the fourth fourth episode. Star Wars... (laughs) Yeah, no, but they cheated because Star Wars was three episodes. George Lucas wanted to do nine and then he said, oh, but the first three are actually four, five and six. So now he's obviously whetted the appetite of what happened before, what happened after. But I think, um, yeah, I think when Star Wars got to number seven, I don't think um, all the spin-offs, again, it... Is we're not getting an improved version of Star Wars. That's my opinion. Okay. Um, okay, we got lost a bit. I think I know. I like that. Akos, um, you got a film, haven't you? Which one? Which of the twenty thousand <laughs> trailers have you watched that you you've been to allowed to watch? Yeah. yeah. Let's narrow it down to one. Yeah, yeah. I, I find the trailer is um, the Quiet Place. Okay. Uh, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski, and actually, the John uh, John Krasinski was the director. Okay. And um, he's also Mr. Emily Blunt, isn't he? Oh, right. So is this, is this Resident Evil? Like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Can we stop this, please? Hollywood, <laughs> there's more than uh, there's more actors and directors that are not spouses that can do perfectly yeah. good films. Come on. So this is it, actually on a rank or a scale. We we probably need to do an investigation on what's worse, like rappers doing actors' jobs. Um, or or uh, reality stars doing actors' jobs, or wives as directors doing actors actors' jobs. What about sports stars sports becoming stars actors? Becoming actors. <laughs> okay, so this is this is this is the trailer. Yeah. This is a teaser. Well, I mean, we're looking at a teaser trailer, but there is another trailer as well. Yeah, it's but, a but what, what's the premise of A Quiet Place? 
is uh, have a family and they have to be quiet because they, they have a couple of I don't know, aliens they um, are hunting by sounds okay and uh, they start living this way this quiet and silence way they've done this kind of um, cloverfield like lost type thing where you don't get to see the Actually, alien. You don't get to see the alien at all in a trailer. I think um, Super no, no. Super Eight does it as well. But it's, it's actually as you've seen. Uh, I think you see the, just the hand, though, isn't it? Okay, but this is part of the yeah. alien. But, mean, it, <laughs> but the thing is, if you're gonna have an alien film, you need to show the alien. But it seems like actually, Discovery few things. Uh, 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 Cloverfield was like that, wasn't it, as well? I don't know. I don't know why it's Discoverfield so mm. famous because. Of so. So, what kind of world is this? Is this post-apocalyptic future? I'm guessing post-apocalyptic vibes from the trailer. Yeah. yeah, should be. And it feels like they're the only family in the community, or the only surviving family in the community. Because they're the best at being quiet. Yeah. yeah. So, do you think this is a real, a really a new direction for sci-fi and alien movies? I hope so. You hope so. I like this. I like these things. Is if uh, if uh, like these films. It's not really talking, you know, the characters in the film. So this is the silent sci-fi we've all been waiting. Yeah. For. Okay. And that's why it's are interesting things. I like um, Emily Blunt. She's really versatile for me. Yeah. I'm thinking back to Sicario, which you think would be a stretch for her, but after yeah. five minutes, you're totally sold on that. I, I mean, she's been in some interesting films. I mean, she was in Edge of Tomorrow with uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think, was she in a James Bond film? I'm trying to remember now. Um, check that one out. I'll I guess check it like out. the archetypal Emily Blunt one was um, The Devil Wears Prada, which is actually a really good performance. Oh, yeah, as well. and she was playing um, kind of a bit of a yes. passive character to the aggressive, like Meryl Streep, wasn't she? She, she has a nomination. Um. Well, I think Moore. that's one film that deserves another look. People dismissed it, but there are a lot of good performances in there. Yeah, I mean, looking back on... Uh, oh, I think the films that I've really enjoyed watching Emily Blunt in was probably The Adjustment Bureau in yeah, 2011, Adjustment, yeah. um, Looper. Looper in 2012, oh, yeah. and Sicario in 2015. So she has been a, a touchstone for female in an action movie, providing like some heart, meat and bones to a story. Yeah, but I, I think guess Sicario would be the high point to date. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Sicario seemed... Do you feel like... Um, and she she is a new Mary Poppins. Oh, there's the girl on the train as well. That's got a lot of, a lot of good reviews, I've heard. But I um, wasn't crazy about that, mostly because no. of how they changed it from the book. But yeah, um, yeah I get, it's a good performance again. But the thing is, do you feel that we're going to be seeing genuine performances or are we going to be relying on the camaraderie and a relationship um, between John Krasinski and Emily Blunt as husband and wife to kind of guide this story because it's a family story essentially it's man, wife, two children trying to survive against the aliens isn't it? I don't see any reason why they can't do that really yeah. competently mm -mm. and create the required sense of paranoia or danger to make it work yeah I mean I don't know I'm looking at this trailer and I'm thinking I, I'm because a lot of it's set in the house I'm, I'm not the film just a trailer and I'm just thinking like it, uh, my head's kind of twisted between is this uh, 
something that I want to watch or not. And I, I remember seeing films about families that are horror movies, like um, I want to say The Conjuring is one of them. Um, there was one, I think it's The Conjuring one and two actually, and uh, there was another one. Uh, trying to think, Patrick Wilson's been in them. Um, there was a uh, no he's been in something else he's been in two different types of horror movies which I keep getting confused um, let me see Insidious Insidious I'm thinking am I right with saying that I might be wrong but Insidious and The Conjuring I think they were really good horror movies and this doesn't feel like either of them so I'm not sure I, I'm not convinced I want to see this I'm teetering on the edge I mean what might Sell me is Emily Blunt. <laughs> no, I, I'm 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 very interesting because it's a I I really love these things. Is nobody not talking in a film? How can they communicating? Mm. Uh, and this is the horror. I think it's, okay. it's a good good um, uh, mix. So um, just to uh, recap and reevaluate, that's a quiet place coming out in two thousand for eighteen. Uh, we just need to find out now: is it cinema worthy? Wait till the internet or give it a miss. Malika. Uh, well, the quiet place has definitely left me quiet. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that um, it looks it looks like it's quite cost effective because it doesn't seem like there's that many actors in it. There doesn't seem like there's that much electricity in it either. Yeah, so I think um, that's good. You're saving your planet there, whoever, whoever produced this film. But I'm going to give it a miss. I, I'm not convinced by um, Emily Blunt. Yeah. I, and that doesn't mean I didn't like her in Sicario. Mm. Um, but yeah. I, I, this might not be the right vehicle. And so. to be fair, she was the best thing about Edge of Tomorrow. I, yeah. didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't really like Tom Cruise's character in that. If you don't like Tom Cruise, then you'd have liked him getting killed over and over again, surely. I don't like his character That's a in that. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't like his character, but yeah, I'm gonna give it a miss. No, actually, you find out in the trailer that it gets killed over and over again. I'm sure of it. Are you sure? Are you just saying that? I think I'm just saying it. <laughs> yeah. But for me, um, okay, so we're giving it a miss, miss. from your side. Yeah. I think for me, there's gonna be a quiet place in the cinema where I would be sitting, so I'm giving it a miss as well. Yeah, just checking in a, in a Rotten Tomato is ninety seven percent, and the, <laughs> the IMDb is uh, eight point three. Okay, so that getting you to so the bad. That, that, that 12, I think. Yeah. So how many people reviewed it on IMDb? Um, eighteen thousand. Eighteen thousand. Wow, John Kaczynski's got a lot of friends on Facebook. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so you're you're sticking with it. Yeah. You're saying watch it cinema, and Dom, how about yourself? Wow, um, I think I might give the Johnny English answer. Yeah, which is <laughs> if I find myself outside Cineworld in Wandsworth and I'm like, "Oh, I've got a Cineworld card," yeah. I might go and see it. But I would you would you wait for it to come on the internet? Possibly. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Let's say that. Let's say possibly is, wait. It would have to accidentally come up on my browser. I'm not going to go yeah. and search for it on the internet. Do you know what? And I, actually, it's just this only one hour thirty minutes. It's got to be like a, it's got to be like a, it's got to be like a porn pop-up yeah. or something. It's got to pop up like porn. It's got to have a really good thumbnail. Yeah, yeah it's got to pop up like porn in my browser because boy, I'm not going to go searching for that film. Okay, I think we've got two misses. One, wait till it comes out on the internet, and one, definitely go and see it at the cinema. So, this looks like a film where I think it might be recommended that you wait for it to come out on the internet and try and watch it then. 
So um, a quiet place. Um, don't waste your money, but don't ignore it. Um, it will be on the internet available to stream soon. So that was a quiet place. Um, thank you for listening to uh, Trader Talk. We've got to come up with a name for this. I'm not sure if Trader... We need to come up with like a really gimmicky name for... Uh, when we talk about trailers, I thought it was trailer talk. Are we calling trailer talk? Because like, every time I say trailer talk, I want to say trailer trash, and it's not the right thing to say. And I know that's a lack of You've just term. said it now. I've yeah, just said no, it. Um, it's in people's heads now. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening to trailer talk uh, on Geek Sweat. You've been listening to Akosh Both. Hey. Dominic Stinton. Bye. Malachi Howe. Good day. And myself, Trevor Jones. We've been controlled by MKH Inc. And you've been listening to us live from Ithaca House. If you'd like to know more about Geek Sweat and where we are, feel free to hashtag Geek Sweat, G-W-E-K-S-W-E-A-T. And we look forward to welcoming you to the next podcast. Thanks for listening and bye now. Bye. Bye. bye.